this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, what's up, After Buzzers? We are back for another after show for the Americans. Tonight we're breaking down season six, episodes four and five. You got two for one special coming up right after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Coming in on go. the theme song for once. Here we go. Yes. The, the, the uh, drama and intensity, it's all like <laughs> rising. It is. Yes. We are back. Back again. We're back. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm your host, Alina Vision, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host. Hey, everybody. I'm Al G. Yeah. So we got a lot to cover tonight. We were off last week. I was sick, but I'm back but- in it. At it, and we're going to break down these two episodes right now. So, before we get into that, we have to remind you guys that we have a special little segment that you should stay tuned for, Cold War Flashback. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you didn't forget, did you? I didn't, I didn't. I forgot we're getting a tease. <laughs> oh, my God. And one more tease. We're getting the latest news and updates for that's the show for right, the Americans. That's right. And this one is a good one. Yeah, okay. Said. This is a good one. I like this. All right. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it since we got two. So, episode four, Mr. and Mrs. Teacup. Right off the bat, what was your impression of the show? Um, well, I loved it, but first of all, it's like I'm always like get hung up on the title, and I'm like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And just from what little research I did, is this motif about teacups breaking and being easily breakable, and ah. and Stan Stan was referring to uh, Sophia and Janali yeah. Janali about them being Mr. And Mrs. Teacup, I guess Mr. Crazy Couple or whatever, right. but really. You know who's the real Mr. and Mrs. Teacup? Who? It's Philip and Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones, those are the ones who are like really fragile right it now. It seems like every couple in this series is fragile at one point or another. Definitely. I mean, I got to agree with you on Elizabeth and Philip because their relationship kind of always is a little bit on the rocks, I feel. I mean, they go through their ups and downs like yeah. every relationship does, but right now they're definitely on a. On a wall. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. tense. But, you know, she, Elizabeth, you know, she knows how to make things happen. So we'll talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> <laughs> Using her feminine wiles, right, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I actually, I really did like that episode. Um, I think we saw a lot of just the spiral that Elizabeth is going down. 
especially working on her own. So let's get, so let's start talking about that. Um, she is at the beginning of the episode. She's on a mission. She sneaks into the I believe it's called Althalon building mm-hmm. um, to get the sensor right. that they desperately need. And by the way, I love the way it was mm-hmm. shot. I actually couldn't see it on my monitor the first know, time. Right? It was driving me I crazy. I thought it was just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was driving <laughs> me crazy. And I found out I'm not the only person who gets it. Other people think that online, but okay. when you see it on a really finely tuned monitor, it looks great. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. You know, and just like with the like the lights, like she hits the lights, yeah, she shoots she, the lights, uh, and like they awesome. kind of burst in and out, and then back to darkness, and then you see like the feet of the security coming. So I thought that was a really cool sequence. Yeah. But once again, Elizabeth cannot get out of a mission without killing anybody. Yeah, I mean, she kills three people. Yeah. Three people just shot dead, and she doesn't get what she went there to get. And if I, I don't know, I was kind of thinking about this because has she really been that effective this season and everything that mm. she's doing? I mean, she's getting info, mm. but it's by like the most drastic means necessary, and it's not always that she's getting what she needs. Good point. Yeah. And I was trying to uh, weigh this along with her mental state and being burnt out. Right. Have we seen her actually make a mistake because she's burnt out, or is this just the way it's always gone with her? Like it's just just been like a screwed up situation every time. I don't know. I I, I feel like she's just at her like like wall and because Philip isn't there we always saw them as a couple together yeah. working like he had her back she had his and they played well off of each other now that it's just her she doesn't have that to play yeah. off of so she's making like just instinct calls yeah. all of a sudden like I have to kill this person right. because they could mess this up like I have to get this there is no other she has plan nobody to share there, the, yeah there's the no plan with. B yeah. yeah so I think that's why she's just and, and obviously it's all going to take a toll on her Okay, <laughs> it's definitely taking a toll on her. I mean, she's always out there in the morning smoking her smoking cigarette. Smoking her cigarette, not giving in. The first time I think you walked downstairs, she didn't even look at him. No. She, she just, like, rolled her eyes or whatever, <laughs> kept smoking her cigarette. I'm like, dang. Yeah. I mean, hey. Times are tough at the... Uh... Times are a tough. Yeah, so she doesn't get the sensor um, over there. and We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And another thing that we saw her doing, obviously, is her other incognito. Um, over at Erica's place, Erica and Glenn's, and being a nurse. And I really want to talk about this because she let her need for the mission, obviously. Um, What happened was Glenn wanted to go over to his friend's place. He was having a World Series viewing party and the Russians that um, were probably going to be there. So she thought, oh, well, if you know, they're there. Maybe I can hear like some information. Yeah, I thought she's gonna come up. Yeah, so she volunteers to take this terminally ill woman. <laughs> she's ruthless. Like ruthless, yeah. right? What were you thinking when she? Because she doesn't have that medical, like you know. Yeah. I mean, she has the basic. <laughs> what if something actually right, went wrong? Exactly. Yeah. She has the basic medical. Um, I guess you could say know-how. If like someone gets shot. Uh, <laughs> you know how to keep them alive but for this I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Nah, you're putting your finger on a, a reoccurring theme is that you know like how 
I guess, how lost is uh, Elizabeth, you know, how separated is she from, like, you know, any type of compassion and emotions and these right. people, this impacts, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And then many think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. Right, yeah. I mean, she takes the poor lady over to the party, and she's just like, I shouldn't be here, and she starts vomiting up bile. Like, oh, my goodness, yeah. poor thing, you know? just to feel that way, to not feel good, and then to have all that happen. And I don't know if anybody noticed this, but um, when she was actually listening to the tape, the whole, like, uh, tape got kind of ruined what she thought she was going to get something from them because it was like, oh, like, she's throwing up, we got to go, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It just kind of messed up the whole thing. Exactly. Because she puts, you know, the uh, listening device into the coat and all she gets is li- literally pleasantries. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. So there the plan, once again, backfired on her. There you go. She's not getting what she needs. And it's definitely a theme that we see play into the next episode as well. Um, just her going to, like, the extremes of needing to get that type of information. So right, Let's dig in deep. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Um also in that episode, we see Elizabeth and Claudia, and that's when they first discuss um, about Sophia and Gonaldi. Right. And um, they did, Claudia, or was it Claudia that brought up that um, Beeman's girlfriend, Renee, uh-huh. was talking about at that one dinner party. She did bring that right, up. At Claudia that one, did bring that up. Yeah, yeah. That one dinner party, she's talking about the two, the Russian couple that were kind of on the brinks, and they right. thought they found him. Um. So yeah, he's. They're like, we got to take this guy out. Yeah, I mean, poor Gennady. He's just, you know, he just wants to like watch his hockey, <laughs> and you know, drink his beer, and drink his beer. Um, have his pizza. Have his pizza. Yeah, I don't want to skip ahead to the next episode, but we've been waiting for that noose to tighten all this time. We have, and we've been waiting to see who's it going to impact. Is it going to impact Gennady? Is it going to impact Sophia? Who's going to be like the casualty? Right. I think this is the first time, that, or one of the first times, that we're seeing now the storylines of the different characters really come into kind of like an X or a crux. Because um, Elizabeth gives the directions to her other agent right. to follow Beeman. Right. So, yeah. And she's like, don't use, uh, what's her what's, what's Paige's code name? And don't use that young yeah. girl. You know? <laughs> I think. Now, do you think it was just because she was like, oh, she's inexperienced or because it was like uh, she could be caught by Beam following her, she, obviously. That and also who knows how she might react if like she's right. a stand. She might like crack or whatever. Right. Because you know, was... Elizabeth was very poker face when she was telling the other agent like, yo, just follow this guy. He probably won't be looking for you, but just be careful. Right. You right. know, so. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. But I like the fact that now things are, I mean, we're on episode four with this one. So things are starting to come together and the weaves are starting to be woven. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're starting to, you know, we're starting to uh, build to a climax. And people, we only have five episodes left. So so it's like, you know, bodies are going to start falling any minute. I'm just waiting to see. I'm just waiting to see. Okay. (laughs) You know, I'm going to ask you who in predictions you think it's going to be first. Because right. that'll be interesting. Right. So, yeah, moving on to Philip. I mean, he's living the American dream. I mean, he bought into it, but he's also getting, he's living the American dream, but he's also coming in with, like, you know, 
the, the underbelly of the American dream. Like, sometimes yeah, your business doesn't yeah. do so good. It's like, you know, he wanted to live the American dream. Well, now he got it. Welcome to debt. You know what I mean? <laughs> welcome like, to bills. Welcome to bills, you know? <laughs> and maybe like line dancing on Thursday or whatever. <laughs> That's like the only happiness exactly. he gets. Exactly. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do yeah. to survive. <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, I was just uh, contrasting uh, Elizabeth and... Uh, his character so much. They're so opposites mm-hmm. because Elizabeth is so closed. Even when it comes to details about the mission, it's only about like, okay, what's the actual facts? What's the principles? What's the what's the nuts and bolts? Versus where Philip, I mean, he's willing to talk to her about like, well, the bills aren't going right, and right. obviously, like you know, this this I'm not really feeling what's going on, you know, with the with our spying career, and it's just him just being more open. So it's just it just sets a nice contrast between the two characters. I kind of I kind of empathize with him a little bit more. I want to emphasize more with Elizabeth, but you know, Philip's got my heart. <laughs> Philip's got your heart. Philip's yeah, got my heart. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of, I, I'm kind of on the same page with you. I, I love Elizabeth's character, but mm. I think I just empathize more yeah. with Philip, and maybe that's because he is kind of living the American lifestyle right. of, you know, life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting that you said that, and the contrast between the two of them, because he's not so quick to give up all of this, even though it's getting hard. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really, I don't think, in other seasons heard them talk about having any money problems whatsoever. Yeah. I assume from the beginning, you know, the KGB put them on, gave them this nice cover business, you know, which they just have to uh, maintain. (laughs) Like, just the fact that Philip would go out and invest all this money and hire new people just goes to show, like, okay, it's not just about a cover anymore, which which we knew. Right. You know, he's embracing it, but, you know, perhaps, I mean, I guess that's, you know... It just reveals his uh, um, reveals his handicapped or uh, or his Achilles heel in that you know he loves this life of America and he right. wants the best for his kids. Yeah, and I mean, um, even when he was talking to Oleg, because Oleg comes back in the picture, he said, mm. you know, I don't even really remember what it's like back home, right. and that's just how much he's bought into. Yeah. America and they're our way of life. Good point. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to skip ahead just because I love this ending scene of that episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Philip has a flashback of when he was a kid and when they were starving right. and when like he and his little uh, the poor little Russian kids they would wait outside the restaurant for the uh, cook to come and just like give them like you know pots where they could just like yeah. lick the bottom of and lick the spoons and stuff. So and uh, it's weird because they have him. He has he goes into this flashback when he's staring at a uh, like a turkey sandwich or something. So it's kind of it's it's kind of like this weird juxtaposition, okay, juxtaposition where Philip, yes, he's worried about uh, their financial health, right. but they're not starving. They're never going right. to starve. And, you know, from whence he came. Anyway, I just right. thought it was an interesting portrayal. Exactly. Like, you can always downsize the business. Yeah. Like, there, there is options. Yeah. I mean, even though Elizabeth brought that up. He was like, I don't know if downsizing is going to cut it, but... How can I... That's funny. I mean, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, all these heads got to roll, but that's yeah. enough. <laughs> fired, fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, he, maybe he just grew too big too fast. And unfortunately for his son, Henry, who's off away at boarding school... Poor is, Henry. Probably he, not going to get to finish school. You know, well, I mean, he'll finish school. just be at a public school. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, right? Poor him. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I was trying to think when I was a teenager, and like I had to switch schools. I think it was 
my sophomore year. And I mean, that's a big deal, especially if you've gone to school. I think he's a junior. Okay. You know, and you're already like, oh, I'm going to be captain on this and that. Yeah, like, he's like found yeah. his groove. Right. And I don't think at that age you quite understand finances. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially someone from his stature and other people might but yeah i don't know you know all kind of things started running through my mind i was like well philip man you guys do all these missions is anyone you know you can like steal a little money on the side (laughs) ask for the center (laughs) i had all these crazy thoughts but that's how that's how into it i was with him about like wanting to provide for henry right yeah anyway but anyway i guess that just obviously reveals like you know like uh the depth of how he feels inside of, of not being able to uh to you know, provide, yeah, to what, provide for right, him, at least what he thought, what he wanted, and that was a. I mean, it was such a good scene to watch. Like the acting was so good because you could see how hard it was for Philip yeah. to tell his son. I mean, that's just inside. hard. Yeah. yeah, that's hard to tell your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, we are not going to be able to afford your school next year. Um, I know you're really excited, <laughs> but yeah, this <laughs> just not going to be happening. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I got to bring uh-huh. this. When Philip's talking about Elizabeth about this, and she's like, "Well, you know, Henry's your problem." She yeah, said, I know. Hilarious, <laughs> like that. Not like, no, oh. she said. She said, "Henry's your department." Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh damn!" Not like, how can I help you, poor Henry? <laughs> she was like, "Peace, I'm going to sleep." <laughs> I'm tired. You figure that out. I got paid. Yeah, yeah. Turn over Henry. other side of the bed. Right. Right? She did. She's kind of ruthless at that. I mean, and he, that was the first, actually, that scene, I feel it was like the first scene in this um, season where we actually saw them kiss, right? Like, there was some Oh, the, the, one, the latest episode tonight? No, no, no. And the fourth. The fourth? Yeah, okay. I think we did. All right. But um, they didn't sleep together. No, they, they just didn't, kissed. Because yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like, I'm tired. And she did the rollover. Yeah, the rollover. <laughs> Wait, do you know about the rollover move, Alina? I'm going to ask you about the rollover. Have you I ever done nothing. the rollover? I plead the fifth. Never done the rollover <laughs> move. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're just tired. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> she, I mean, she has a legit reason. She's been running how many things on her own. But she's not prioritizing, prioritizing her family. That's true. Small, her man. This is kind of like a, Which we will get to which, in the next which, yes, episode. Yes, we talked about that. We're going to get to <laughs> yeah, that. We're going exactly, to get to that. Exactly. So, I mean... It's yeah, it's really interesting between the two of them. Their dynamic. We can see them talking a little bit more in this episode, obviously with the whole bedroom scene and mm-hmm. in the bed. And there's starting to get a little bit more closeness. And I feel like I don't know if it's just um I think it's part Philip wanting to be close, obviously, with Elizabeth because he loves her. But I think it's also part like they're both kind of working each other, even though they don't know. That's true. That's they're true. They're working each other. Yeah, that's know? true. Are we yeah. are we officially in uh, episode five? Is that what we're talking um, about? First off, we have to remember that Kimmy's back. Ah, uh, Kimmy's back in the house. Yes. Kimmy's in the building. Kimmy is back. She's now in college. She's not a minor anymore. <laughs> Jailbait Kimmy. Still weird. <laughs> Still yeah. super weird. So he's still getting the taste from her dad right um that obviously works for the cia but um kimmy doesn't know about the tapes and whatnot and the funny thing is i mean you know she's become more independent you know right. she's taking more control of her life she's like i'm not gonna be coming home for vacations as much anymore and um she's even like giving philip advice like she's yeah. like i feel like you seem really lonely you deserve you a better life stuck. yeah yeah. I mean, you know what? That was like kind of a profound thing for someone like her to say because, so? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is kind of stuck. And I was like, oh, a lot of the characters in yeah. this episode are kind of stuck. I mean, right. Elizabeth stuck, Oleg stuck. Yeah. 
I mean, and this and like those the Cold War's uh, sympathizers in the Soviets, they're stuck in that old way of thinking. Right, exactly. There's just a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. going on, and people are trying to make it move, but it's like walking through heavy Change is mud. hard, man. It is. I, it doesn't come fast. How hard it, is, yeah. it doesn't come fast at all. Um, but I think. Oh no, we can't forget this—the blowout between Philip and Elizabeth over Paige. Okay. In the kitchen, like right, he, right. yeah, this is interesting. So when he comes in and he's like, "Oh, we're doing this," like you're just full back on it, you know, mm. about to page, and we actually saw like the rub in between Philip and Elizabeth over Paige right. and what she does. Was it because did it come? Tell me if this is the point you're referring to in mm-hmm. the in the scene where they're talking about. The general who had to kill himself, mm-hmm. and and Philip's like, yeah, I wonder why he had to kill exactly. himself. Exactly. And then Paige is like, well, sometimes, yeah, you know, sometimes life is like, really? <laughs> you can tell. Because you could tell that you know Elizabeth hadn't told the whole truth, and he not. knew that, of and he was not. like, really, you're just gonna, you want her to be in this business, but you're not gonna tell her the full truth. Like, I kind of side with him on that. I think, I think um, Elizabeth's more delusional than Philip. You know, just right. as far as like, you know, how she thinks she can keep Paige safe and with with the number of things, but yeah. Right. I mean, if she needs if she's gonna go into this, she needs to know the good, the bad, the ugly, the dirty, uh-huh. everything. So yeah, just another clash with Philip and Elizabeth. That and, was a great scene. Yeah, it was a good Loved scene. It. Really volatile. I'm I'm rooting for him, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to episode five. But, but before we do that, you know I, what? I, you want to have some fun? Let's have some fun. Yeah. If you want to have fun and learn and grow in all areas of your life, okay. you know, for those who do, we have the podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. It's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. Nice. I feel like... The whole cast could use Philip and Elizabeth definitely. Philip, Elizabeth, <laughs> Paige, kind of everyone. Sit down with Maria. Exactly. Yeah. Listen to her podcast. From health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more, let Mar- our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Hey, we like free. We like free. Free 99. Free 99. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to rate, comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was us that sent you here. Hey. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Check it out. Download it. That's right. All right. Episode 5. The Great Patriotic War. The Great Patriotic War. Yes. I was wondering when this is going to come up. The Great Patriotic War. I uh-huh. mean, obviously, from, from the Russian side, for, you know, people, history facts. Uh-huh. That was, I mean, obviously, World War II. We all know what happened in World right. War II. And mm-hmm. it's funny, Alina and I were talking a couple of weeks ago about, wow, I remember at one point in time, we were actually allies with Russia. Right, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, just, and um, not to skip ahead, but mm-hmm. ba- but basically, we see how Claudia and Elizabeth, I don't want to say further indoctrinating her because I don't know if it's indoctrinating the word, but it's just they're so heavy handed, I feel like, like with, right. the, with the Russian point of view. Like even the statistics they were quoting when she when uh, uh, Claudia was saying we lost, you know, like how many mil- million and the, and the Americans. And she said, lost. I think she said 27 million. I'm sure she did. I'm oh, sure right. she did. Yeah. And I knew the Russians would lost more because right. this was a war in, in Europe. But it yeah. didn't, I'm pretty sure the U.S. Uh, lost a little bit, lost a few more soldiers than she, than she put in World War Two. But I guess more than anything, it um, highlights 
um, just like how their position, their position is defined, you know, in right. Russia. You know, that's their point of view. That's what they see. Look at all this loss we've taken while you guys get away with everything. Right. I thought it was really, really interesting um, just to hear that point of view, because I think just as... I don't know, maybe Americans, we don't hear that yeah. as much. Like, it wasn't in our textbooks, yeah, we need to hear I that. don't think, yeah. <laughs> from what I remember. Elizabeth was like, yeah, I wanted to tear yeah, out that textbook. <laughs> she said that, and she, you know, she was like, remember when you were in ninth grade and you were taking world, or U.S. history? Like, I wanted to literally tear up that textbook. Right. And I mean, it makes sense because, you know, there was some bias probably in the textbook, and it didn't tell the whole story. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. everybody gets to have their own point of view, and right, history's exactly. written by the winners, and, you know. Exactly, exactly. But it was interesting. I like seeing the point of view from them. Right. And I think it gives more context as to the things that, you know, um, and why they do what they do. I agree. Yeah. And why Elizabeth is so gung ho on the way things are and the way things should be um, in the Soviet Union. Which um, we keep going back to this, or I keep going back to this, Mm -hmm. you know, like responsibility of, uh, I think, your family first, you know, versus your job. But when, forget about, well, if you had to ask Elizabeth what's a priority, her actions show that her responsibility is to her country. That's where her loyalty Mm -hmm. is. You know, Paige, maybe that's going to be her legacy. But, you know, her loyalty is to her country. Her life is, is devoted. Right. Now, Elizabeth is definitely very, very devoted, and it might even be that that's, like, her flaw, is that she's too devoted and can't see outside the box. Not nuanced enough. Right, exactly. Not touchy-feely like Philip. (laughs) (laughs) I like Philip. I like the fact that he—you know, that's one thing I love about this show is that stereotypically you'd assume or— People would normally write the female in that role right, right, as right. being the touchy feely one, and they flip that, and I love it. Exactly. I love the fact that she's so just hard headed yeah. and you know down the line, and this is the way it is, and Tough all of that. Nails. Exactly, yeah. and Philip's so more the one that's a little bit more in touch with his emotions, and it works. But wait, Philip finally had to bust out with some of that, you know, like that man strength on page. That's later when they do the <laughs> little sparring thing. He's like, I'm gonna let you know. This is how a real man fights. You know, you know, college kids, ain't your mom. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about Paige then, since we're right. on that right now. Um, so Paige is kind of dating an intern-ish, I guess, that uh, is working for somebody in the State Department or defense. Or a congressman or something. Right. Something like that. And um, so she ends up going out to a bar, actually, with some of her friends. Right. And a guy is way too drunk. And pretty much puts his hands on her. But wait, can we even flash back yeah. to the last time? I'm sorry to circle back no to the, uh, the previous episode where she spent the night at this guy's house. She you know did. what I mean? And like she's waking up, like got the covers up, and she's like mm, eyeing his little like ID pass. Yeah, <laughs> immediately you can see the wheels like you know turning in her head about how she's gonna like infiltrate and flip this guy. I'm like, Paige, what are you doing? Mom said. Keep it separate. <laughs> but that's the one thing that's like, it's always been kind of a flaw with her. Even with the, I want to say with Matthew. With right. The, you know, she's still, she hasn't, she hasn't she found the discernment separate to separate. Yeah. Right. This is, uh, this is somebody who I, I like and I want to spend time with versus this is somebody who's an asset. Right. Exactly. And Elizabeth makes it very clear. You cannot do both. Right. You either like them and you don't listen to what they're saying about work or whatever. And you don't get any information from them uh-huh. or 
you you know try to use them as an asset and you do not like them. Alina, like I want to know what, from a female <laughs> point of view. Yeah, what is going on with Paige in that whole thing? Like, I like him, but you know, he's also got this access to like what's going on with that whole like like both thing. He's kind of cute, but I can also kind of work him. I mean, she's twenty one. Okay. You know, at twenty one, you're like, oh, he's cute, and you know, I could totally make that. Like, you're thinking in your head, you can make it work. Okay, okay, <laughs> like because you just think, yeah, I, I like him, but it's okay because I can t- in your head you're thinking you can separate the two okay okay girlfriend no no all right good. yeah Paige is getting <laughs> yeah. some she's getting she, needs uh, to, uh, she still has a lot to learn I think yeah, as as she does so see so you're talking yeah. about the bar yeah so at the bar um guy puts his hand on her and she just <laughs> clocks him nails him right he takes him out takes out the guy who's hitting on her um and comes back to the house uh. And she has a bright shiner, right? Right, right. And Elizabeth and Philip are like, what happened to you? She's like, let's go spar. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, if I came home with a shiner. How did you get that? How did you get that <laughs> yeah, first? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What ha- what's going on? Um, so, yeah, Elizabeth spars with her and come to find out. You know, she asks her what's really going on. Uh, Paige tells her the story. Mm. And... Um, yeah, <laughs> Elizabeth brings up like you can't sleep with da 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 da. You know who you're having, who you're trying to turn or whatever. Right. You have to, you know, you have to be, you have to keep a low profile. People can't see you. This, that, and the other. Boy, I'm sorry. And Philip like busted. <laughs> who you having sex with? That was such and a great. Wait, and here's moment. a correct me if I'm wrong. When uh, Elizabeth and Paige are talking after this sparring, uh-huh. um, uh. uh Elizabeth is telling about keeping a, a low profile. Yeah. Then Paige goes immediately into, I can sleep with whoever yeah. I want. <laughs> and she totally snitched on herself. Like, oh, oh my it's God. hilarious. <laughs> you just snitched on yourself, girl, because nobody was saying anything. Yeah. And you just, and your dad was there. I was oh, like, oh, that was hilarious. Lord. Yeah, that was, that and he's like, who are you sleeping with? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so let's unpack that whole thing again. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so... We know that uh, Elizabeth, not Paige, probably likes this guy a little bit. Uh-huh. See, she seems to. She slept with him. She's hanging out with him. And she's also got, you know, she's also ear hustling on, like, you know, what else she can do, like, politically, use him as uh-huh. an asset. But tell me, if, I want to know your opinion. When things start going bad, because it's not the first time that a guy has a drunk friend. Mm-hmm. But I think did the drunk friend kind of like hit a raw nerve when he was talking about no? You told me skydiving wasn't all spiritual. You said it was like getting jerked off. <laughs> did that kind of right. blow it for her? Like for so, him? Well, for her saying like or like okay, he's not he's not as whatever. He's not as Mister Do- Goody Two Shoes as yeah, I thought. Okay. Yeah, because it's just and then he didn't. You know, it's just the friend was it just killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could be it. like, yo, that's the friend, but I guess you're looking at it like the friends, your friend, right? Birds of a common. <laughs> feather flock together, lady. Okay, ladies, we all ain't the same. Okay, but... birds of a common feather. Okay, yeah. All right. So I think that's probably where it was. She's like, you know what? Never, never mind. Okay, then this is what I'm getting to. Also, then mm-hmm. this highlights that whole fracture of doing something for somebody. Okay, if somebody's an asset, mm-hmm. Elizabeth is going to be, you know, totally cold about everything, cold and, and calculating. Versus somebody who gets their emotions drawn into it. So I almost felt like, well, I did feel like, I think you tell me from your point of view, but it was like she almost felt like, not degraded, but like rejected. 
and kind of lessen. Not only is this guy seeing he's really not as cool as I think he is, but like his friends down in me too. Like she actually cared what they thought. To me, that's what would trigger her. Like what else is going to make her so sensitive? Like she's going to turn around and go off in this guy. I, I don't know. I mean, she had been drinking. Everyone had been drinking. I think uh-huh. she was just like, I just want to get out of here. Okay. And the fact that he like put his hand on her. Right, yeah, that was, that was wrong. Like that's, yeah. Dead ass wrong. I was like, okay. But yeah, <laughs> when she turned around and hit her boyfriend too, that was funny. Her date, that was funny. <laughs> she, yeah, she was not having it, not having it at all. All right, um, so yeah, let's talk about Beeman. Beeman's back in the episode. Um, so now he's being followed by Elizabeth's crew, right? And he leads li- them literally straight to the safe house right. of Mister and Mrs. Teacup. Sophia Do we think Stan is slipping a little bit when he does that? You know, I was really surprised. I would just think that if you're going to um, an asset's house or safe house like that, and they're in a safe house, mm-hmm. you would be watching your back to you're make sure you're supposed to be doing like counter surveillance. Exactly, yeah. you're not followed. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that it was just like, let's go to the house. Right. Like, no. You know, it didn't seem like he was watching his back at all. Oh, well, here's another thing, too. We saw, you know, um, we know his old partner, Dennis, had asked him mm-hmm. to spend more time with Ginaldi, you know what I mean? Work on, help them, you know, help him feel better, securing his relationship. Right. So he's sitting up there drinking beers with him, watching the game for like six hours. But like you could tell Stan is slipping. He's falling asleep. He's yeah. like, yo, it's like, you know, there's only, I, I know this guy thinks you're his best friend or whatever, but come on, man, you know, you got to stay sharp. Which is, I, I think, um, I think ultimately, not necessarily his fault, but why they were able to get them, get the couple. Right. Yeah, I, I honestly do. Because if Stan hadn't been slipping, I mean, it was kind of a little bit obvious as well that there was an FBI agent, like, stationed right outside the right, gate. Right, right, right. I wonder who that guy exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just standing there for yeah. hours on end. Uh, a little bit suspicious. Yeah. But it was interesting to see that... In, you know, the final scene with the couple that Sophia had gone over there because when Beeman first told her that she's going to be, you know, in the witness, I guess, witness protection program moving to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. she's like, mm, I don't know, like, it's going to gonna be there. So what so what happened with her? Did she change her mind about Ganaldi? You tell me. Apparently. I mean, she was over there. So I think she was just kind of like, well, I don't want to move to Oklahoma by myself and I have a son. So let's try to make this work out. Okay, Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Um, But yeah, he almost got killed by Elizabeth one night. Oh my goodness! And, and, I was, and I was like, "Why is he walking alone?" Until we finally yeah, saw like I, his bodyguard just, like come up from behind. It seemed like just that FBI on their part was slipping in that yeah. area because yeah. he shouldn't have been out there alone. There should have been somebody like outside his door or maybe even in the house. If Thank he's you. just such a high value target, Thank you. that I just felt like that was odd. Yeah, the that fact that really she was odd. able just to slip in there, I definitely thought they should have been somebody, uh, like you know, by the door. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Elizabeth slipped in, killed both of them. Oh my goodness! I was like, she better not kill the kid. I will be done with her if she kills the kid. <laughs> I only went there for a second. I was just bummed that she killed Sophia too. Oh, of course she was going to kill Sophia. She went on a killing spree. How many? I mean, she's like she's, a mass murderer. Yeah, she now. is at this point. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, she might as well be a serial killer. I mean, she's yeah. just killed everyone that crosses her path. Right. It's like you catch her in a wig, mm. you better like run for the woods. And, and to clarify, because you and I just kind of jumped into uh-huh. it, we're talking about um, obviously, you know, when uh, Elizabeth was tracking uh, Ganaldi and she's first time she gets spoiled by the FBI agent, and the second time she's able to sneak in and 
she thinks it's only going to be Ganaldi and she k- takes him out and then she realizes that Sophia's there. It's just these other beats that made it really yeah. interesting to me. It was yeah. like, you know, there's one more person to deal with. There's another cost. Exactly. Another person, another cost, another life. Another life. <laughs> another, another life. Another life. Cha-ching on a little notch. And she was actually trying to get out, out of there when yeah. she heard Sophia. True. But she just couldn't get out. And that's was, Elizabeth's yeah. problem. She can never get out. Yeah, because she doesn't have Philip there. Because she's doing this on her own. That's what. That's what it is. Good yeah. point. She needs. That's what she needs to realize. Um. Oh goodness. So, Philip. 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 Philip and Elizabeth. Okay. Uh-huh. So they're getting more physical. Obviously this episode and we were gonna, we were talking about this off camera I was right, like okay right. we have to save it for on camera okay. because we just didn't I wanted I wanted to talk about it with you so do you think her sleeping with Philip because this is a lot you know they haven't done it in a while yeah. was just to get Philip to do something most definitely she ain't getting no pussy <laughs> in forever <laughs> he's been trying to get some love and some attention from his wife and the one time she sleeps with him is of course when she wants something right. the next day the next day she's like hey honey so Alina have so, you ever tried that no what <laughs> why is this always coming back to me from the female perspective we just want to hear another perspective I caught it from the man's perspective I was like Philip man don't, don't go down don't go that yeah, easy yeah you guys always do <laughs> Y'all are so easy. <laughs> true, 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 true. Just saying, true, just true, saying. True. But yeah, she um she comes in the next morning and she's like, you know, I got, I have to get more tapes from um uh, Brelin, which is Kimmy's dad. And Philip had already told her, you know, she's going to Greece for, you know, the vacation. And so it's not going to be until, like, after Thanksgiving or something. Until then. And she's like, no, I need these tapes now. So you got to figure this out. Mm. And she came up with a whole plan of Philip meets Kimmy in Greece. And then they take her across the border to Bulgaria. They'll drug her up. And then in Bulgaria, they'll yeah, act she's as, like, get caught with drugs ran- or something. Right. And yeah. it'll be, like, ransom. And so her dad will have to, like, yeah. you know, give the information. Um... And Philip goes, he goes along with it. Like he, I was disappointed. I was disappointed because obviously you could tell he's he, he cares for her, like his daughter, because she exactly. Kimmy's just like the same age of his daughter as Paige. As Paige, yeah. And like you know, he he dives in and he goes like full deep. <laughs> he goes deep into the assignment. <laughs> you went there. You went there. He goes all he the way did. in. He was not liking it. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But he did it. And he and it was just so weird to see because I still think of her as like this 15 year old or just underage. Just the age difference is so like. And you could just tell he's just like, I don't like doing this. Like, I don't want to be doing this. Philip's a good man. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, I think he's he even told Elizabeth like she's a kid. And Elizabeth came back at him like, not anymore. Ruthless. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when she needs to get something, clearly she needs to she get She knows something. how to do it. She, so so yeah. she worked him. She knows how to work her husband. She knows how to play Philip and get what she wants. She does. And, you know, Philip, you know, he chopped up like a soldier and, you know, did it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. He did. He did do <laughs> Took it. Took on the assignment. All right. Let's talk about Oleg. Oleg. Oleg is, you know, pretending to do his classes Meets or runs into Tatiana, Tatiana, who is still livid. Yeah, a blast in the past. I barely remembered her until they started talking about their past. Yeah, she's still livid uh, that 
he foiled her operation and it straight up tells him that she was the one who told on him okay see i missed that part yeah. Cor- correct me if i'm wrong um did he give information about tatiana to uh uh to Beeman, Beeman? I believe it's kind so. of like a little yeah. trade. You wash my back, I wash yours. I believe so. Okay, I, that was a few seasons back, but right. yeah. Okay, and so she was the one who actually dropped dime on him. That's what you're saying too. Yeah, that's what she said. She's okay. like, I'm the one who told. Oh, okay, I missed that. So, and nah. he was like, they interrogated me. I could have died. Like, what were you thinking? I didn't do it. And because she feels that he's not telling him the truth as to why he's back. Right, right, right. Um, so we see her actually at the Resentura and. We see what side she's on, and, and but and she's probably actually a little salty, a little jilted, oh, she, right? Oh, yeah, a woman she's scorned. Salty. She's salty. <laughs> she there is thirty one flavors, and she is definitely salty. Okay, right, right. Um, and it has been marinating. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For she's like, five can't wait years, to get this for five back. years, because she's still stuck in the same job. She's like rubbing yeah, her hands, twisting the mustache. She's mad. Oh my god. Yeah. So so we and it's the minute she kind of like pressed him a little extra when she's walking mm-hmm. with Oleg like like really are you sure is that all you're doing here I was like she's asking a little too much that's when I kind of like okay knew she might be like you know kind of like an asset to a look kind of basically trying to like feel him out yeah which, she's, which, she's trying to fill him which, out which um which right. basically you brought us to that scene yeah um I think that wraps it up oh we uh, one more thing Renee Renee. Renee is, you know, Beeman. God, Beeman. He's like, you know, you could work at the FBI, not as an agent, but you could do personnel. Such a nice guy, he man. He is, but it's like, have you not learned your lesson? Goodness. Goodness gracious. I don't know. We need to talk to those two. Yeah. All right. We got to get into our segments. All right. All right. Cold let's War do Flashback it. right now. Hey, right Cold here. War Flashbacks. All right, what do we got? All right, this week on our Cold War flashbacks, can we pull up the picture of Khrushchev? Okay. Khrushchev uh, was uh, uh, head of uh, head of Russia during the 50s and a part of the 60s uh, when the Kennedys were in. But I found this really interesting anecdote. We were talking about how the U.S. and Russia actually were on the same sides of World War II. But we know is as soon as uh, the war was over, you know, dividing the spoils and then and the country just up between you know us and them is a. Uh, you know, it's basically how the Cold War began. This slow kind of simmering competition between us, our countries, just constantly uh, spying on the other one, trying to um, see how much, you know, we could, information we could get, how much we could basically uh, take down their military. But um, Khrushchev actually told Mao Zedong, and Mao was the chairman of uh, China, another communist. Mm-hmm. He said, Berlin is the testicles of the West. <laughs> Every time I want to make the West scream, I squeeze on Berlin. Like he's squeezing their <laughs> testicles. Grab the ball by yeah, the ball. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> it, it fits in with this episode so well. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and like the whole thing about East and West Germany, you know, East and West West Berlin is, and uh, as we know, what uh, Khrushchev would do uh, when we were battling when the, the, the when the Russians were really trying to like you know. Lock down their side, the East, and the U.S. was trying to lock down their sides in the West. The U.S., I believe, um, put on our own currency there or had them uh, institute their own currency, and that's when he instituted a, a blockade. And that was really when you could see, like, both sides kind of going at it. And ultimately, we could see that, you know, they kind of lost because the Russians ended up losing probably, like, three million people who, sw- who came over from the East side to the West side of the wall. 
and uh, they eventually had to build the Berlin Wall to try to stop, you know, that leakage of people, which still came down anyway. All right. Well, there you go. Bowl by the balls. There Grab the balls. Um, so let's get into news. News. News about the show. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I don't think I have a graphic on this one, but okay. we were um, talking about Claudia yeah. Margot Martindale. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, she used to be in that uh, show Justice, another show on FX. Okay. Um, I loved her character then. But um, the reason I'm focusing on her is because she was uh, she was covered in the latest edition of Slate, of Slate Magazine, Slate.com. Mm-hmm. And we find out that she was also, guess what? A spy. Oh, that's so awesome. Margot was a spy. Claudia was a spy. <laughs> she, was awesome. t- she was talking about how in her uh, acting career that almost for a year she took on a role as a private eye. Ah. So she's not the only one who works for that team as a spy. Not, mm-hmm. you know, also like Joe Weisberg, the ex, you know, the creator, the ex-CIA right. agent. But I just thought that was really funny. All and right. um, she just uh, was going into detail in the article about how, you know, just... Uh, forget being a, a spy just to be a good actor you have to be a good observer of human right, behavior exactly all right we got time for one prediction each so let's do predictions real quick predictions now, let's see okay i'm let you go first real quick all right i'm gonna stab out i'm gonna go out on the on a leg and say Oleg's going to be the first one to get off. Oh. And I don't want to see Oleg go. But this is the first time we've seen things go full circle with his character. Right. From the, um, episode four, when uh, we realized that uh, just by way of... Um, <clears throat> he's, he, he gave his father all the information about what he's doing there in code. Right. And the father passes it on to uh, what's uh, Arkady, mm-hmm. the other uh, Russian handler. And... And Arcadia reminds the dad that, like, yo, the reason uh, Oleg is doing this is because the way you taught him. You taught him about principles and about caring things. So that was, like, kind of like the first, <clears throat> the first, I guess, um, to me, signal that, like, okay, the minute you, you, you're doing something right, then you're going to get, gonna get off. And then on top of that, then he, get, then he meets, he encounters Tatiana, and she tells him about, you know, this wrong that he did. I always thought, oh, look, he's not perfect, but I just thought he was a good guy. But we forgot, you know, he was... He was uh, he was a KGB guy, and he's done a lot of scandalous things too. So he's he probably has some things, you know, some consequences that he has to uh, pay for. So okay. I think he might be the first to go. All right, wow, that's that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you All have right. the final word on predictions okay. since we're out of time. But if you guys have any predictions and you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to leave them in the comments below. We love seeing them. Um, yeah, so where can the good people find you? Hey, everybody, you can find me um, at Jamaica House Doc on Twitter and on uh, IG at Algae underscore Jamaica House Film. All right, and you guys can find me on all social media at Alina Vision, and that's Vision with two S's. Hey. It was great to be back. Can't wait for next week. We're on the countdown to the final episode. Getting deep. That's right. All right, until next time, we'll see you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.